welcome to Financial Cash Talks podcast. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Financial Cash Talks. Wow, it's been a minute. I'm sorry it's been so long since I've put a podcast out, but it's been, yeah, March. March was a very difficult month for me. So much going on, so much grief, so much loss, a situation that I faced that I had to be dealing with. It was one of those where, you know, you get up some days and you think, oh, I should have stayed in bed all day. It's almost like if someone had told me what was coming up, I would have been like, just let me go back to sleep and wake me up when April arrives. However, after going through it, it's been positive. And this is something I try to do. I try to take some positives from difficult situations, not all necessarily when I'm going through it, although I still try and do it then as well. But definitely when I come from it, I can see, when I come out of it rather, I can see where the positives have come. Because I'm quite a driven person. So a situation that I was dealing with, it's like a social justice situation thing. Um, It really spurred me on and really pushed me to get back to where I'm really passionate about, to where my strengths lie and to what I really, really want to do. Here's one thing that happened while I was going through this particular situation. I, for the first time in my life, so here we go, vulnerability time. So I don't usually always reach out to my support network. And it's when I was going through this situation, I realised how much of a support network I actually have. You know that saying, your network is your net worth. I have a tendency to just try and sift through life and You know, I may reach out and offload on a few people, but I try and just wade through and do things myself. Well, as a result of what we've all been going through, I'm tired and I was unable to handle this situation myself. So I reached out to some friends and some family members. My gosh, for the first time, I actually just let myself be and let others take over. And it was really good and it worked and they were all willing to do it. And it just taught me so much. Just that, that was just one lesson that I learned in that situation, that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to ask for help from those you know who are willing to help. And as busy as some of them are, they were all willing to jump in and to just help me out in a sticky situation. And what that did, it made me think about people who don't necessarily have that support or feel for whatever reason they cannot reach out to people. How would they have got through that particular situation that I went through? And it's things that we all can go through. I mean, we all have things that happen, injustices that happen to us or our family. And for some people, they just don't know where to go or who to reach out for. And so it just brought me back to what I love to do and what I'm good at, which is helping people to manage their money. And yes, I still do that. And I do it more on a business level. But I really just thought about my community in that instance and thought, what options does money bring people? Because a lot of people have this mindset about money or you were grown up like I was in an environment in the church where having money almost felt like a really bad thing. And, you know, we should just be um, content in whatever state we're in. I know a lot of people that I know were sort of brought up with that kind of mindset. And I remember a particular incident quite recently that really got me thinking about 
about the different experiences that we have with money and how it can affect us. And I was speaking to somebody who, I was at church and there was quite a while ago, a couple of years ago, I think. And the the message was about money, actually. And it was kind of from that being content um, mindset, which is fine. I mean, you know, each to their own. And I went and spoke to the person who brought the message afterwards and he recommended a book. Because I, at that particular point, was torn between to have and to have not, or what's comfortable or what's not comfortable, what should I be telling people? And then I realised that what this person said to me, and even the book they recommended, I did read some of it, I didn't read all of the book, I realised that their experience was totally different to my experience. That Because we talk about what we, what we do and how we live is based on what we experience, right? And I realised that the people that I was talking to, their generations, their ancestors hadn't gone through what mine had. So we're always playing catch up where money's concerned, right? Not all of us, and it depends what generation you are and where you come from. But we didn't have a very good start when everything was stripped from us. So you have to remember that. And I'm only going back as far as my grandparents or great great grandparents even. Okay, They had nothing. They were sent out from the plantation with no home, with no money, with nothing, and literally had to start from scratch. And that's to me, that's not really that long ago. Sometimes when we hear these stories or you know, you hear other people talking about it, you can almost think that that happened thousands of years ago. Well, it wasn't. It was just hundreds of years ago. And so therefore, it took me to my grandparents. And I spoke on podcasts before, you know, just my mother's story and stuff like that, but how they've always had to start from scratch. And so I wasn't afforded, me personally, wasn't afforded, me and my siblings wasn't afforded, um, you know, a starting point where we could, we had, you know, a certain amount of money and we could build on that. That didn't happen. And, you know, that's life. We do it now. We work hard and we do the same. And hopefully we change that. But what I say that to say this, sometimes when you talk to some people, if they haven't had the same experience as you, they're going to be telling it to you from their, from their perspective. And so I'm so glad I've dealt with that now. Yes, we need money. Okay. And I'm not talking about greed. I'm not talking about you know, trying to have money just for the sake of it or, you know, all these stories that you hear, what people don't realise is you're you're a person, money is just a tool. So whether you're a bad, if you're a bad person and you get money, you're still going to be bad. If you're a good person and you get money, you're still going to be good. So let's just get rid of that. Okay. So for me, money offers opportunities. Money offers opportunities. It gives you options it's a stress relief for me, (laughs) just because in that particular situation I was dealing with, if I hadn't got myself into certain networks, if I hadn't opened myself up to certain environments, I would not have known where to turn to. And I'm not just talking about friends and family, I'm talking about professional people now that deal with these sort of issues. If I hadn't opened up myself, paid to be in some of these environments, when I say that, workshops, courses, whatever, all of that boosted my confidence so I could have conversations and network with people, which means when I got into that situation, not only just friends and family for support, I could call on professional people that I knew that dealt with these issues and get them to fight my corner for me. Not everyone can do that. And that's why I say it can be a tool. 
it is just a tool, sorry. And it's a tool that we need to have in order to build our communities, to be able to give our children a better start in life and to be able to fight social justice. Now, because you can't do everything. I can't do everything. I stick to what I'm good at. There are certain things that rile me up injustices and I'm passionate about and I have to let it go because I know that I can't deal with that particular issue, but I do what I can do. And this is my thing. It's helping people to realize that money is a tool and you need to be able to manage it well so that you can grow it, so that you can help others. (laughs) And it really is as simple as that. And sometimes we think we've arrived because, you know, I'm aware I've got all type of different types of listeners on here. And I'm aware that some of us can get to a point where we feel, well, we're okay now. You know, we've worked hard, we've got a good job, we can pay our bills every year. We may even have paid off our mortgages. You know, children have left home and life feels good. And I had this conversation um, recently with somebody and they were saying to me, you know, they're in a good place, blah, blah, rare, rare, mortgage paid off and that. And I was thinking to myself, because they were, they were like, you know, I don't really need much more money. And I was thinking, oh, well done to you. And I was congratulating them. But when I thought about it afterwards, I was thinking, would I ever get to that place where I feel that I have enough? And so don't don't mistake what I'm saying. So for me, contentment is accepting where I am at any given time, being happy with that, knowing that I'm also growing and there's room for growth and that I can always do more without putting that pressure on myself. And I thought to myself, well, no, I actually will never be able to have enough. And that's fine because it's not like I'm pursuing it to try and just, that's my life is not just about pursuing it. My life is about doing what I can do. But there's so, so much need in this world. There's so many charities that every time I hear of another charity, even this, this um, company that was helping me out in March, I just want to give to them because they're doing so much and they just don't have enough funds. They don't have enough staff, you know, they, and, and the, the need is great. And I'm just like, you know, I give to this charity already. I give here. I want to give to this one as well. So it just makes me think I'd never have enough. I mean, by the time I finish buying a house for every single person in my family, by the time I finish buying a house for my nieces and their children, by the time I finish buying a house for all my godchildren, I would never, you know, there's just never going to be enough money for me to be able to do all of that and to give to all these charities that I want to give. And I say that to kind of spur you on to realise we never really arrive. We can always do more and we can always help more. We can always help somebody. So I've decided that I'm going to start a community, my financial health community, where together we are going to build wealth one step at a time. So there's no overwhelm. Now, I don't even know what exactly what this is going to look like. Like I said, this came out of my situation (laughs) that happened in March and I've decided together we can do this. So what I need from you guys is tell me what that looks like for you. Tell me what do you want this to incorporate? I mean, I obviously do have some ideas around that where we can learn so much together, but I don't want it to be like my podcast. Yes, you listen to my podcast. I get feedback from my podcast. But together, I know there's people that listen that don't actually do anything. It goes in one ear and comes out the other. This is where I actually want us to change. I want to hold your hand. I want us to work through this together so that you actually do see changes that happen within your financial health. 
So what does that look like? I mean, we're going to cover all sorts of things. We're going to cover um, budgeting. We're going to cover pensions. We're going to cover life insurance. We're going to cover generational wealth. We're going to cover mindset. Those of you that are stuck and those of you that think you can't or think that you don't need to, you know, I'm going to have, I've got, like I said, I've got a really good network of support around me. I've got coaches, professionals that I know I can call on so that we can get out of this mess and we can build wealth together. So I want you to email me if this is something that you think you would be interested in what it looks like, what you'd be looking for to get out of it, send me an email to admin, A-D-M-I-N, at financialtraining.com. That's admin at financial.com, F-U-N-A-N-C-I-A-L, training.com. Send me an email. I'm, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts and, and to what that will look like for you. Um, definitely. I'm really excited about it and I'm already making some moves to start some work on with that. So guys, look, let me leave you with three, three things about money that I really want you to think about, about how, how money can help you and not to look at it as a negative thing. But the first one I want you to realise is that money gives you options. It really does give you options. You are able to use the tool. And when I say the tool, I'm talking about money, the tool. And you can trade it for something else. For example, let me give you a simple example. If I want to switch careers, I might be stuck in a job or stuck in what I might think is a job that's going nowhere. I don't really want to do this. I'm doing it literally because I just need the money. Well, the options that money can give you is you can pay for a course to change your career. You can change your skill set. You can do something else. Money gives you the option to be able to change that. Now, for some of you, that might be, oh, my God, yeah, we all know that. We can do that. But for some people who are actually dealing with this negative situation, they really do feel there is no way out. And they really do feel that they don't have any options because they really might not have that extra 100, 200, 300, 1,000, 2,000, however much it costs, depending on the course you need to do, they really may not be able to find that. But if they did have it, all that stress of going day in and day out into a terrible, stressful situation and feeling that you have no way out, it's so negative and toxic. If they had the money to change it, they I'm sure they definitely would. Second thing, it gives you opportunities, right? So you get to travel. You can use my, well, maybe not so much now, <laughs> okay, but even if you have to travel within the UK, but you get to learn different cultures, it might you might even want to relocate to another country. I mean, I'm of an age where, yeah, I'm starting to think about my retirement and I don't know how long I may want to stay in the UK or maybe I want to commute between the UK and somewhere else. I don't know. But the fact that I have the opportunity to be able to do that that's just really nice. It makes me smile when I look at my future, because if I want to, if I want to relocate somewhere else, I can. And just having that there is 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 so freeing and life changing, to be honest. And the third one what people don't really think about. And the reason I know this is because I've taught at a lot of community centres. I've taught people where their confidence is rock bottom because life happened something in life happened and not their confidence completely out of them. And actually, you can get increased confidence 
by using that tool that money is to get yourself into environments where you get to learn and mix with other people, not just necessarily the people around you. And what do I mean by that? There's workshops, there's workshops on mindset, there's therapists, you can get yourself a good therapist to deal with some of the issues that might be holding you back or some of the life experiences that you've been through. You can afford to pay for a therapist if you've got money, right? You can afford to get yourself a coach, a mentor. You can pay for a good coach. So many people but where I've been moving and people that I've been talking to have a coach for this and a coach for that. And that's why their confidence is right at the top and they feel they're on top of the world and they can achieve anything they want to achieve because they have the money to pay for it. So that's just three little takeaways I want you to have from here. And it's things that I really do want to tackle. And I really do want to start this community. And look, the way this community is going to run, it will be a monthly subscription basis. I'm not sure how or what yet. I'm going to definitely give you some more information about that when I do my next podcast. So look out for that, because by then, I probably will have heard from most of you. I will have been talking to other people and I will know more what that's going to look like. But let me leave you with this saying as well. Money doesn't have to be the driver. So it's not that people necessarily are pursuing money. Okay, some people it is. and That's up to them. Okay, but for others, what money does is the driver for solving problems. And that's where I'm at. It can solve problems. If you have it, you can use it to solve problems. And even if it's not for yourself, because even with this community, I'm thinking I want everybody to be able to access it because not everybody can access the community. Some of the places that I'm in and some of the groups that I pay for, you know, where people are talking about six figures and seven figures and blah, blah, blah. For some people, that's overwhelming. I want my community centre people, I want my ordinary person to be able to access this information. And if they can't afford it, and if you can afford it and you don't need it, that could be a way of helping somebody else. Why not help them get the information they need? You might know someone who needs this. It might not be for you. You might be fine, but you might know someone who needs this and you think, do you know what? I think this would help. But I'll give you more information about that later. Remember, please do email me at admin at financialtraining.com. Or if you follow me on my social medias, send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you think that should look like, if that would help you, what you would want to see in it. It would be really, really a great help for me because it's all about the community. Because once we start to do that and build communities and we start to run businesses and then we can employ other people from the community, can you imagine the joy that you can bring to somebody else's life? So that's my podcast today. And guys, hopefully I will bring out another one soon. I won't take so long. I am going to take a break though. I've got to take some time off the beginning of May. So hopefully I'll bring one out to you, another podcast out the middle of May towards the end of May. Thank you and enjoy the sunshine.